Games rated RP to M. Welcome to Nintendo Power Podcast. This episode, we talk about Nintendo's big E3 announcements with the president of Nintendo of America, Doug Bowser. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this special E3 edition of Nintendo Power Podcast. Now, everyone has just seen the Nintendo Direct, plus some great gameplay on Nintendo Treehouse Live. And, you know, I'm still buzzing from all the big news, and I'm just excited to talk about it. And as luck would have it, I'm joined today by someone who is something of a Nintendo expert, Nintendo of America President Doug Bowser. Doug, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chris. Great to be here. Great. Now, Doug, we're going to dive into some of Nintendo's biggest E3 announcements in just a second. But first, I wanted to know how would you describe Nintendo's overall showing at E3 this year? Well, Chris, at E3 this year, we're showing how Nintendo Switch continues to set the standard for one-of-a-kind gameplay experiences with new games for every kind of gamer, playable at home or on the go. We have new versions of iconic franchises coming to Nintendo Switch, including Metroid, The Legend of Zelda, Pokemon, and Splatoon. And we're continuing to expand our vast lineup of exclusive Nintendo games and innovative publishing partner and indie titles. The best is yet to come for Nintendo Switch as we redefine the life cycle and vitality of video game consoles in its fifth year. Absolutely, well, that's awesome. And um, you know, there's certainly a lot to talk about, so let's get right to it. Let's go. Yeah, I've put together a list of what I personally think are Nintendo's five biggest things or maybe five biggest topics at E3. And at the top of my list is absolutely Metroid Dread. Um, you know, now this is the first 2D Metroid game with a new story in 19 years. You know, the direct sequel to 2002's Metroid Fusion. And this was the biggest, most amazing surprise for me. Yeah, what's exciting, Chris, is it really does conclude the five-part saga of Samus and the Metroids that started with the original NES Metroid. Yeah, and I go back all the way to that original NES Metroid. So the, the idea now that this story that spans such a long time is is kind of going to come to a conclusion is, is pretty amazing. From what we've learned about the game so far, Samus goes to a mysterious new planet. And and there's like, you know, fitting with the title of Metroid Dread, there's this really kind of suspenseful, um, I guess, you know, kind of relationship that Samus has with this new th mechanical threat called the Emmy, right? Like it's Samus isn't necessarily... Uh, you know, the bounty hunter all the time this time. She's actually kind of being hunted. That's right. And and built into the game are, are new abilities and even other new enemies. And what's coming with the game also will be a Samus and Emmy Amiibo 2-pack. And one of those Amiibo gives an extra energy tank and the other gives a Missile Plus tank, all with daily refills. Yeah, that's going to be cool. I'm a huge Amiibo collector, and, and I think that's going to be coming out on the same day as the game. So I'm looking forward to that. And then there's also a Steelbook Special Edition version of the game uh, that includes the game, a Metroid series art book, and a card set that features box art from all five of the games in that 2D Metroid saga. So there's just a lot there to, uh, to really get excited about for Metroid fans. Yeah, and all of that is coming on October the 8th, of course. And I'll just say the game looks beautiful, and it's a fitting conclusion to a story arc that has been going on for over 30 years. Yeah, and, you know, I can't—that was the biggest, happiest surprise for me, other than hearing about the, that the game exists, basically, is that it's coming this year on October 8th. That's not—well, it feels like a long time because I can't wait to play it, but actually that's not that long. So that's definitely at the top of my must-play list uh, right now. Me too. 
And then uh, the second big thing from E3 for Nintendo that I have is just the Legend of Zelda. And I mean, there were a lot of great Legend of Zelda products, starting with the sequel to the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I mean, we saw a new trailer and this is the first look we've had at the game in over two years. Yeah, and what's really, what's really neat is the ability to actually explore the skies above Hyrule. And uh, obviously we got some quick glimpses of all sorts of new stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, you know, kind of frame by framing it through the trailer, trying to really catch all of the things and start, you know, speculating and imagining in my head what this can all mean. Um, of course, the game's coming next year, but man, it seems like there's a lot more for us to discover about this game still. Yeah, I know a lot of folks are just like you, Chris, and they have so many more questions and, and there will be lots more to come as we go forward. Yeah, you know, and then going into next year, I mean, Splatoon 3 is also coming in 2022, so... It's shaping up to be a pretty cool year so far. It is. And then, uh, and then, of course, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD is coming really soon, just next month on July 16th. You've got HD graphics, increased frame rate, new control options. You know, they've added kind of button controls and also being able to control the sword with the right stick while still keeping the original motion controls uh, as, a, as, a, as a control option as well from the original Wii version of the game. And this is... This, I mean, I love every Legend of Zelda game. I've played them all, but I feel like this one has kind of a special place in, uh, in, in the series. Yeah, it really does. I mean, creating an HD remake of The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword is an idea that our developers have had for a long time. Plus, Nintendo Switch Joy-Con controllers are, are quite suitable to performing the game's motion controls. And, and we hope the players' adventures in The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD will enhance their experience with The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and its sequel, since those two games implement some of the key features from The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Also, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD depicts the origin of the Master Sword. Yeah, you know, that's something that I really enjoyed about the original Wii version is that uh, for series fans who like to, you know, connect all the dots and and, and really see kind of how, um, you know, the certain games connect, this uh, this installment to me has my favorite story. It, like you said, it explains kind of where the Master Sword came from. And technically it takes place, it's the the first game in kind of the, the overall story arc. So there's a lot there that once I think players play, you know, this game, it will kind of uh, put a different perspective on a lot of the games that came, that come later, you know, in, in the canon. So, uh, you know, if people haven't played this game before, the original version, or if, you know, they have, but they're looking to playing forward to playing this new game with all the new enhancements, I think there's a lot there uh, for everyone to look forward to. And, and one more thing that I think is great about this game is you really start to see, uh, because the original version of The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword was the last console game in the series to come out before The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Right. So you start to see those little changes that would eventually evolve into what The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild became. So I think for, again, for series fans, there's a lot there to really uh, kind of uh, discover and enjoy. Absolutely. And Chris, let's not forget, and Zelda and Loftwing Amiibo figure and special Joy-Con controllers are all launching on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I'm a huge Amiibo fan, so I'm looking forward to that. And, and uh, you know, you can never have too many Joy-Con controllers. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got Game & Watch The Legend of Zelda, which is, you know, I loved the um, the the Super Mario Brothers inspired Game & Watch that came out not too long ago. And, you know, Doug, I'm old enough to have actually, as a kid, really enjoyed the original series of Game & Watch games. So every time I see one of these, it just takes me back to my childhood and it, it's i'm definitely going to be picking this one up yeah and it includes three classic games from the legend of zelda series the legend of zelda 
Zelda II, The Adventure of Link, and The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, all three classics. Yeah, and then also, you know, that classic Game & Watch game, Vermin, uh, which now stars Link. So it's like an, an updated version of that. Yeah. And uh, like you said, Doug, these games really speak to the roots of the Legend of Zelda series. And uh, you know, if, if you want that ultimate retro experience, playing those original Legend of Zelda titles on a Game & Watch uh, device just feels like a time machine to me. And I can't wait to get on it. Yeah, me too. And then uh, closing out, uh, you know, all of the announcements for Legend of Zelda, of course, we have the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pass, which is two waves of DLC for 19.99. And it, again, it offers more battles that take place a hundred years before the events of the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and there are, there are new playable characters, new maps, and a lot of other extras. Wave one will have the Pulse of the Ancients coming on June the 18th, and wave two, Guardian of Remembrance coming this November. Yeah, and I think you can pre-purchase that now in Nintendo eShop and you you immediately receive a purchase, uh, some purchase bonus items. I think a new costume and a new weapon for Link. So a lot more there for people to add to, uh, to that Hyrule Warriors experience. That's right. And you know, Chris, it's just, it's great to have so much Legend of Zelda content coming this year with the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, Game & Watch The Legend of Zelda, and what we just talked about, the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pass. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, if you're a huge Legend of Zelda fan like I am, uh, there's a lot there to get excited about. Yep. And then, uh, and then the long-awaited return of two Nintendo series. And uh, there's a couple of games I want to talk about here, starting with Advance Wars One Plus Two Reboot Camp. Yeah, these are these are fun games, and they combine two campaigns covering events of Advance Wars and Advance Wars Two: Black Hole Rising. And it's really a strategic turn-based combat game where you move land, air, and naval units across the battlefield uh, using powerful CO capabilities. Yeah, I mean, these games have been amazing. I've always especially enjoyed the past games in the series on handhelds. And, uh, you know, take down enemy squads, capture towns. Of course, the terrain and the weather impact how you perform in battle. And um, in this game in particular, from what uh, I saw in the trailer, it has a, a really kind of cool updated art style that yeah. still feels you know, kind of, um, uh, you know, it feels like it honors the original, but at the same time, it, especially when you see the kind of the combat sequences, the characters almost look like little toys or almost like little stop motion animation. And uh, it's really charming. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, like the most charming battle you'll have ever, ever seen. That's right. It does look great. And, uh, and then again, this is coming this holiday season. So yet another uh, cool game coming to Nintendo Switch this year. And then um, WarioWare Get It Together, I mean, I love the WarioWare series. It's just so funny and it's so irreverent and it's so creative. And uh, for people that may not be as familiar with it, because it's been a minute since we had a brand new uh, title in this series, I think, uh, you know, this series is where you compete uh, in quick micro games. And again, all the micro games are just like just a few seconds long. You know, you're, you're challenged once one pops up to kind of figure out what you're supposed to do and then do it before the timer runs out and you complete a series and there's just tons and tons of micro games. And uh, this installment in particular is introducing a lot of big firsts for the franchise. That's right, Chris. And th this is the first game in the series to support two-player co-op and competitive play through both local and wireless play. You can play through the entire story mode and co-op with another player. And depending on how well you cooperate, having a partner can be a big help in beating some of those fast, fast mini games. 
Yeah, it sounds like it. And you know what else is really cool? You can see this in, in the trailer is, you know, each character that you can control and you can play as multiple characters for the first time in the series, they have different abilities. So depending on what their ability is, you'll approach these micro games in completely different ways and kind of solve the, the puzzles of how to beat these micro games uh, in completely different ways, uh, depending on who you play. So the experience really changes every time you switch characters. That's right. And again, another game coming this year on September 10th. That's right. And these are two great franchises coming to Nintendo Switch for the first time. Yeah, I love that. And then uh, the next big thing for me from uh, E3 was Mario Fun. I mean, just like there were a lot of great Legend of Zelda, um, you know, titles to look at, we're getting some really great uh, Mario games here, starting with Mario Party Superstars, uh, you know, which features five classic game boards from the Nintendo 64 Mario Party games. Uh, and a hundred mini games that are taken from throughout the series. And Doug, I know a lot of uh, fans of this series probably got started with those original Nintendo 64 Mario Party games. Yeah, this has something for fans of the classic Mario Party gameplay going all the way back to the series roots on Nintendo 64 with the five classic boards and button controls. And button controls will actually be able to work on handheld also with the Nintendo Switch Lite. Yeah, and this all the game modes will be able to be played online too, which was huge. That's right. Yeah, so being able to take those classic, uh, you know, Nintendo 64 boards online, but with 100 mini games taken from, uh, you know, all over the series, it sounds like that's going to be a good time. And again, coming this year on October 29th. And then, Doug, this is the game. I think you've been looking forward to this one as, as much to, to this one as much as I have. Mario Golf Super Rush. Now, we, this one was announced a while ago, uh, but it's almost here. It's coming on June 25th, and it's introducing new modes like Speed Golf, Battle Golf or my favorite, Golf Adventure, which basically turns golf into an RPG where you're leveling up your me character and, you know, interacting with uh, NPCs from throughout the Mario kingdom. And uh, I just can't wait to, to me, this is going to be the game I'm going to play all summer. A absolutely. This, this goes back to my first experience with Mario Golf, going back to the N64 and, and Game Boy Color days. And uh, not only the modes that you talked about, but the ability to play both with controllers or with the motion control and the ability to play with up to four people, either through local play or online play. Yeah, and I think it was just announced as part of E3, right, that there's free updates coming in the future with extra courses and playable characters. So there's going to be quite a, a lot there to, to get started with, but there's even more coming. Yep. And then the last one on my list here of, of Mario titles is Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope from Ubisoft. And this one completely took me by surprise. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, the sequel to the uh, 2017 Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I mean, that game was, I think, was a great surprise for a lot of people. And it makes sense there would be a sequel. I just, for whatever reason, I hadn't been thinking about it. And then it showed up and now I can't wait to play it. Yeah, and just like the first game, this is a tactical strategy game where you can now run freely all around the battlefield. And one of the fun elements, if you remember Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, that was when we introduced Rabbid Peach. And with this game, it's now wonderful to see Rabbid Rosalina making an appearance. I know, that was great to see in the trailer. Again, this is just another great uh, Mario title that I, I'm really looking forward to. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about, um, my fifth big thing from E3, is... There's just so many more games. I mean, so far we've talked about titles from Nintendo primarily, but there's so many games coming from third-party publishers and indie developers. And, you know, just to name a few really quick, we've got Shin Megami Tensei V, we've got Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin. I was really excited to see Fatal Frame Maiden of Blackwater come back. Life is Strange True Colors and Life is Strange Remastered Collection. That 
was in the the E3 trailers and and then Just Dance 2022, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I mean, I could go on and on and on. It really seems like there's just a lot of cool stuff coming for Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Tony Hawk Pro Skater fan, so I'm looking forward to those t- two titles coming onto the platform. And, and that lineup that you spoke to and much more really speaks to the variety of titles that we have on the platform for every type of player, from core to casual. And it really does speak to the continued momentum for Nintendo Switch. So possibly, you know, you could pick up a title that you're personally looking forward to from that incredible list that, that you just read off. Yeah, Absolutely. So much more to look forward to. And I hope people, you know, throughout uh, E3 have been keeping track of all of it. And I'm sure you can go check out, you know, uh, Nintendo's YouTube channel and uh, Nintendo's Twitter and and see, uh, get some cool information, a lot more titles than what we've been able to talk about here. So, Doug, that was a lot of cool stuff. And of course, it's just a small sample, like I say, of what's on the way for Nintendo Switch. And I could talk on and on about this stuff for hours, but I know E3 keeps you busy. So we're going to wrap it up for now. Doug, thanks so much for coming on this special E3 episode of Nintendo Power Podcast. Absolutely, Chris. Thanks for inviting me, and thanks, everyone, for listening. That's it for this episode of Nintendo Power Podcast. If you have any comments or questions you'd like us to consider answering on the show, you can email us at nintendopowerpodcast at noa.nintendo.com. Also, we always appreciate it if you can leave a review, and be sure to subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they're ready. Thanks for listening, and keep playing with power.